Then let's begin seated. So come into a comfortable seated position. Cross legs or you can fold the feet so one is right in front of the other. And then check to see that your knees are lower than hip level. And if they're not, go ahead and sit up on something, a block or blanket. Okay, so as we settle in, find a tall spine. Remembering the spine has two ends, so as you're lengthening, let the tailbone, the base of the spine, drop toward the floor, softening your outer hips. And also drawing the crown of the head up. Feeling as if the head is just floating above the shoulders. Feel broad across the collarbones, the shoulder blades releasing down the back. Notice your breath. Noticing if the breath feels spacious or not so spacious or somewhere in between. And as you listen to the body and watch the breath, set your intention for practice. What brought you to the mat today? And if your intention is in the form of a request, if you're requesting to receive something, make sure that you're also offering something back, whether it's gratitude 
or the intention to be present, to listen with awareness, whatever it might be that you can offer back today. And then we'll just energize that intention with three rounds of OM. So let's inhale deeply. Let's begin our movements, our yoga postures, by bringing the fingertips to the floor on either side of the hips, keeping the length that you found in your spine. Inhale, take the arms out and up. As you exhale, twist gently to the right, bringing the right hand on the floor behind you, left hand to the floor in front of you. Elongating the spine as you breathe. Point the chin directly over your right knee. Soften the outer hips. Lengthen both sides of the waist. Feel the armpits rising. Good. On your next inhale, come back to center, reach up. And then as you exhale, twist to your left, hands to the floor once again, chin pointing over left knee. Lengthening by dropping the hips and drawing the side waist up into the armpits. Allowing yourself to feel the subtleties of the posture.
Good. Then on your next inhale, come to center, reach up. And as you exhale, release the hands down by your hips. Good. Bring your feet flat to the floor. If you're sitting on something, come off of your seat. So you're sitting on your mat now. And just place your hands behind you so you're kind of just supporting yourself with hands behind the back. Feet are wider than hip distance, and the heels are a little bit forward of the knees. Feet flat on the floor. Find a long, tall spine without arching. Inhale deeply, and as you exhale, drop your knees over to the right. So your left hip's going to come off of the ground a little bit. And then come back up to center, and head on over to the left. Go ahead and come to center. Take the knees to the right. And just keep moving. So inhale as you come to center and exhale as the legs drop over. Kind of like windshield wipers. Next time you go to the left, come back up to center. Good. And then come into hero's posture, virasana. So you're sitting on your heels, shins are flat on the floor, knees are together, feet can be together or slightly apart. Oh, sure. Um, actually, I would recommend grabbing a block and just stick it under, okay. and stick it underneath and sit on the block. Yes, so if you have knee issues and sitting this way isn't comfortable or isn't safe for you. Or just won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> feel okay? Okay. And then bring your hands in front of your heart, interlace your fingertips, press your palms straight out in front. Good. So just breathe here. Feel the elbows moving toward one another. Drop your tailbone down toward the point between your heels. Shoulder blades slide down the back. Good. Keep the hands as they are and take your arms straight up overhead. Elbows continue to press toward one another. Shoulder blades moving down the back. Draw your tailbone into the heels. Go ahead and separate the hands and float the arms out and down by your sides. Interlace your hands behind your back. Connect the shoulder blades together. Keep that connection and press your hands toward the floor. Lift the heart up, drop the tailbone between the heels. Breathing in and out through the nose. Good, so let's release the hands and again bring the hands together in front of your heart. Interlace the hands and exhale, press the hands forward, palms facing forward. Good. 
Keep breathing. And then inhale, take the arms straight up. Keep the elbows moving in toward one another, shoulders down the back, tailbone to the heels. And keep breathing. Release the hands, let the arms float out and down. Interlace your hands behind you, connect the shoulder blades to one another, and then press your hands toward the floor, straightening the arms. Feel the heart lifting, keep the tailbone dropping toward the floor. Last couple of breaths. And so this time we're going to fold forward. So those of you, um, if this just doesn't work for you knee-wise or whatever else, you can just take child's pose instead. So either child's pose or keep the arms in this position and fold forward. Bring your forehead to the floor, wrapping the arms up toward the ceiling. Good, stay with your breath. And then releasing the arms, find child's pose. So if you're sitting on something, you can release that. Separating the knees a bit. Big toes stay together. And just find your breath, breathing into shoulders and low back. Let's come up to all fours, wrists under shoulders, knees under hips. Palms and shoelaces press firmly into the floor. Lower belly is drawing toward the spine. Keep these connections, inhale deeply as you exhale, round to cat posture, middle of the back to the ceiling. Nose and tail move toward the belly button. Inhale, cow posture, tailbone back and up, heart reaching forward between the arms, look forward or up. Exhaling to round again, cat posture. Inhaling to extend to cow posture. And then just moving at your own pace, each exhale rounding, each inhale expanding. Check in with the hands and feet. Keep them firmly pressed to the floor. Lower belly rooted to the spine. Good. Next time you come to cow tilt, come back to neutral spine. 
just a neutral all fours position. Walk your hands forward, one handprint. Curl your toes under and head back to downward dog. Hips to ceiling. Hands and feet pressing firmly into the floor. Let the head go. So you're forming an upside down letter V with your body. It's okay to have the knees bent a little or a lot. Whatever allows you to find a full spinal extension. Good, slowly float your left leg toward the ceiling. Good, spread the toes, press evenly through the hands. And they're gonna bring the toes of the left foot onto the back of the right heel so that the space between your first and second toe is kind of going right over the Achilles tendon. And then just gently pressing with the left foot down on the right heel. So you're creating a little more stretch for the back of the right leg. So you're just adding some weight to that heel. Good, bring the left foot back to the floor. Inhale, take the right leg to the ceiling. Spread the toes, breathe, press through the hands, spread the shoulder blades. Head is heavy, let it drop. And then bring the foot, the right foot, to the Achilles tendon of the left leg. Just pressing down gently on the heel to help open the back of the left leg. Keyword is gently. It should feel good. Good, place the right foot back on the floor. Inhale, shift your weight forward, come into plank position. Lower your knees to the floor, exhale, lower down on one line, elbows to ribs, bringing the belly and chest all the way to the floor. Good, interlace the hands behind the back. And just as we did earlier in seated, draw the shoulder blades together, press the hands away, so toward the feet. Press down through your feet and your hips. Feel your kneecaps, chin, and heart lift off of the floor. Feel as if someone's pulling on your arms, drawing them back. Crown of the head reaching long. One more inhale as you exhale, lower the chin, lower the knees, release the arms. Hands under shoulders, inhale, push up to all fours. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good, walk the hands slowly to the feet. Heels on the earth. Upper body folded over the front of the legs. Let the head and arms be heavy. Again, interlace the hands behind the back. Connect the shoulder blades into one another and then press the arms straight to your degree. Palms face the back of the head. 
so not the ceiling. Yes, good. <laughs> it's hard to figure out when you're upside down, huh? Good, a couple of more breaths here. Make sure all four corners of the feet are pressing into the floor. Okay. Just a few more breaths. See if you can lift the arms off the body. Good. And see if you can soften your knees and fold a little bit deeper. Good. All righty, release the arms. Let the arms hang heavy once again and slowly begin rounding up through the spine. Use the downward press of your feet to come up to standing. So about two to three breaths to get there, not too fast, not too slow. And then inhale, take the arms out to the sides and up overhead. Interlace your pinky ring and middle fingers. Press your palms together firmly, keep breathing. Press the elbows toward one another. Let the shoulder blades move down the back. Tailbone to the heels. Thigh bones are pressing back. Good. Maintain this. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Side bend to your right. Good. Lower belly is drawn in just as in all of our standing postures or our active postures or supporting in the low belly. Feel both sides of the waist growing long. Inhale, come back to center. And exhale, head on over to the left. Keep both sides long. Collarbones broad. Good, press through the feet, inhale, come up to center. Exhale, float the arms out and down to your sides. Relax the hands, inhale deeply, exhale, bring your chin to the chest and round down one vertebra at a time, coming back down to the standing forward bend position. Soft through the knees, feet press to floor. Just folding as deeply as you can and then again interlace the hands behind the back. First, connect the shoulder blades toward one another. So you feel the shoulders rolling toward your spine. Good. And then from there, try wrapping the hands toward the ceiling, just to your degree. No reason to push. In fact, that's going against everything we've learned about yoga together. Yoga isn't about pushing. It's about experiencing where you are today. You're not trying to get to the next level. You're trying to be where you are. And from being where you are, you start to grow and change and shift. Release the arms. Let the arms hang heavy. Walk the hands forward, coming out to plank position. Good. From plank, inhale deeply. Exhale. Lower yourself to the floor, either using your knees or keeping your legs straight. 
Try to land on one line. Good, and then inhale into low cobra, or you can again interlace the hands behind your back for the locust variation that we did on the first round. Good. Feet are pressing into the floor, hips are pressing into the floor, kneecaps, chin and chest are lifting. Make sure your pinky toes are pressing down firmly. Huge inhale. Exhale, release the chin, arms, and kneecaps. Inhale, push up to all fours. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe. So by now you've really begun to taste the benefits of yoga practice. Most of you have been practicing for months, if not years now. And as we part ways, that whole question of home practice keeps coming up. Do your best to remember the benefits. And if that's not enough, practice loving yourself enough to give yourself the gift of feeling good. And oftentimes we don't realize that we're stuck in a pattern of feeling bad. It's a comfort zone. It's like a groove that we've worn in our minds. Walk your hands to your feet, standing forward bend. And you just kind of get used to feeling crappy or being grumpy or whatever it is, the pattern that you get into. So maybe start to reflect on those things that are inhibiting you from your home practice, or you're allowing them to inhibit you. Interlace the hands again, the chest expansion. So hands behind the back, shoulder blades together, wrap the arms. So in what ways can you support yourself? Give yourself permission to feel good, to be healthy, to be happy. Not that you're necessarily unhappy, but is there another level of happiness you could find? Bliss beyond bliss. Release the arms so that they hang heavy. Press the feet down and round up one vertebra at a time, coming to standing. Can you find a deeper level of self-love? a deeper level of self-acceptance. Inhale, float your arms out and up, interlace the pinky ring and middle fingers. Press the palms together, keep breathing, elbows press in by the ears, shoulders down the back, tailbone to heels, thigh bones press back. Stay firmly rooted through the feet, inhale deeply, exhale, side bend to the right. Stay with your breath, keep the hips centered over the knees. Try to put your feet so they're straight ahead instead of out. Good. From the feet, inhale, come up to center. Exhale, side bend to the left. So the holiday season is here. What gift are you going to give yourself this year? And I don't mean the material stuff. What is it that you most need? Maybe the gift of approving of yourself giving yourself more time. 
Press the feet down, inhale, come up to center. Exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Relax the hands, inhale deeply, exhale, chin to chest and round down one vertebra at a time. Giving yourself permission to slow down, to feel, to experience. Good, walk the hands forward, come into plank position. Wrist under shoulders, legs extended straight behind you. Inhale deeply, exhale lower to the floor so that the underbody lands all at once if possible. Good, inhale low cobra or interlacing the hands to take that variation. So the feet and the hips are pressing down, the knees the chest and the chin are drawing up. And stay with your breath. The little toes are grounded. Go ahead and press your arms super strong toward your feet. One more inhale, exhale, lower down, releasing arms, knees, and chin to the floor. And then press the hands down, inhale, come up to all fours. And exhale to downward dog. Oh. Good, begin to walk the hands toward the feet. Again, coming into standing forward bend, folding over the legs, weight balanced across the balls of the feet, toes pointing straight ahead. Interlace the hands behind the back one last time chest expansion, rolling the shoulder blades together and then pressing the arms straight to your degree, wrapping them toward the ceiling or toward your head depending on what you have available, what range your shoulders will allow today. Slowly release the arms, press the feet down. Heavy arms, heavy head, come up to standing one vertebra at a time. Once you're all the way up at standing, inhale, reach the arms out and up. Interlace the ring, pinky, and middle fingers. Exhale, side bend to your right. So keep in mind the alignment you learned on the first few rounds. Tailbone to heels. Support through your navel, or your low belly, excuse me. Press the feet down. Inhale, up to center. And exhale, over to the left. Feel firmly rooted through the feet. 
Press the feet down, inhale, come up to center. Exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Relax the hands, inhale deeply, exhale, chin to chest and round down one vertebra at a time. Coming all the way down. Standing forward, bend. Good, walk the hands forward, plank position. Good, feel like the underbelly of the body is lifting. Walk your hands back about three inches. Good. Inhale deeply, exhale, moving forward and down, coming to the floor. Try to land on one line. Good. Inhale, low cobra, or you can interlace the hands behind the back for the locust variation. Feet and hips are pressing into the floor. Drawing up through the heart. And stay with your breath. And then releasing arms, knees, and chin. Press up slowly on the inhale to all fours. And as you exhale, find child's pose. So we had a request to learn dolphin posture today. I won't reveal who it was so that you don't uh, defriend them. <laughs> it's a challenging posture, but it really is a great upper body strengthener and shoulder opener. Can help release tension around the shoulders and the neck. So starting by coming up to all fours and then lower your forearms down to the floor so you have your forearms flat on the floor and if you're not quite sure the ladies to your far right are familiar with the pose you can always make them feel awkward by staring at them <laughs> interlace your hands Make sure your elbows are right underneath of your shoulders. Curl your toes under. From here, the rest of the pose are just like down dogs. So you're gonna lift your hips up and back and press through your forearms the same way you would your hands in downward dog. So your shoulders and your heart are moving back toward your feet. Good. So this is the first stage of Dauphin, and we'll just stay here a moment, and then we'll try the full process. So if you're just looking for basic strengthening and shoulder opening, this is a good place to start with Dauphin Pose. Let your head hang heavy. And it is one of those kind of awkward feeling poses until you get to know it. Kind of like chair pose, feels awkward for the first few weeks, months, years, however long it takes to <laughs> learn the posture.
Good. And then bring your knees to the floor. Find child's pose. Good, so find your way into dolphin posture once again. And then you can either stay here just working by pressing the, the middle of the forearm bone down and forward. Or if you'd like to go a little further, it's basically like a dolphin plank. So you're going to shift your heart forward. Try to touch your sternum to your hands. So I'm doing it if you need to pee. <laughs> and the curse words start flying. And then press back again. It may not happen. That's fine. <laughs> Good, and then try it two more times, just see what happens. If going all the way down causes you not to be able to come all the way back up, then don't go all the way down. Good, so that's also known as a dolphin push-up. <laughs> And then find your way into child's pose. And I couldn't do one start. Yes. It takes a while. So if you can't do it today, what Carla was commenting on is that it took her a little while. So is that affect the lower back? Um I felt it when it came out of the sternum. Okay, so you shouldn't, no. Make sure that you're supporting through your low belly. Okay. Your low back should not be affected when you pull back into the into the posture. So you can feel how that opens the shoulders and strengthens the shoulders. It also works the back of the arms, the triceps, which those of you who are women that is one of the weakest points on our bodies, is our arms. So that's a really good one for us to work with, to bring balance throughout the body. Good, let's find downward facing dog, which might feel a little bit like relief after dolphin. Isn't it interesting how when you discover the more advanced yoga postures, down dog, which looked so challenging in the beginning, starts to look like <laughs> like home base, like, oh, I'm resting now. <laughs> Good. Start to walk your hands toward your feet. It's all a matter of perspective. 
So standing forward bend, you're folded over the legs, head is heavy. And then bend your knees, bring your hands together in front of your heart and find chair pose. You're going to start to lift your heart up off of the thighs until it feels a little bit like you're sitting into a chair. So you can look to your right if you need an example. Drop your hips down so they're lower than your heart. Heart is higher than hips. Good. Keep your palms pressing together, shoulders down the back. And then press your feet down to stand all the way up. Come all the way up. Keep the hands at the heart. Breathe. Good. So we're going to try chair again, but we'll enter it a little bit of a different way. Bend your knees and place your wrists on your knees. So bend your knees, wrist to knees. Mm -hmm. Keep the wrist on your knees. Drop your hips a little bit more. And then lift the heart away from the legs so that your arms straighten. Good. Shoulders down the back. Weight is in the heels. So bring the weight into the heels. Stay here with either your wrists on your knees, your hands at your heart, or you can extend the arms straight up. Good. Press the feet down, come up to standing, hands together at the heart. <sighs> Good. So tree posture, shift your weight into your right foot and bring your left foot into tree. So the toes are maybe on the floor with the heel to the inner ankle or you can place the foot to the calf or to the upper inner thigh. So you're pressing the standing foot into the floor. You're pressing the inner thigh and the left foot into one another. A focal point is extremely helpful. So you can find a single spot to focus your eyes and your breath. And then if you feel quite steady and you'd like to go a little further, maybe extend the arms out or up. Hands come to the heart. Can release the left foot to the floor and stand equally on the two feet. And then shift your weight into your left foot. Right foot comes into tree pose. Foot anywhere but on the knee joint.
Stay with your breath. And slowly bring the hands together at the heart. And releasing the right foot, coming back to standing on both feet evenly. Hands together in front of your heart. And again, bend the knees, place your wrist on your knees. Reach the tail back as you lift the heart up. Good, keep the wrist there or bring the hands at the heart or reach the arms up. Stay with your breath. Good, and from here, just fold over your legs. Walk your hands forward, come out to plank position. Good. Inhale deeply, exhale, lower yourself down to the floor. Elbows to ribs as you come down. Good. And then low cobra, or you can take the locust variation, interlacing your hands behind the back. Either way, feet and hips are pressing down. Kneecaps, heart, and chin are lifted. Good, one more inhale, exhale, lower down. This time just release the arms at your sides and turn your head to one cheek. So you're just lying on your mat, find your breath. So we're going to play with bow posture today, and I will offer up a variation for those of you who want to modify the posture. However, I will show the full posture first, and then if you're modifying, just hang out for a minute. Once everyone else is in the posture, then I'll show the variation. So you're on your belly, and you want to start with forehead to the floor. And then the first stage is to bend your knees. And then reach back with one hand, grab an ankle. And then reach back with the other hand and grab an ankle. Try not to hold your feet if you can avoid it. Try to hold your ankles. And then walk your knees in so they're close to one another. 
And then the next stage is to press your hip bones firmly into the floor. Roll your shoulder blades together. Keep pressing the hip bones down. Lift the thighs off of the floor to whatever degree you can. They may not clear the floor, that's fine. Good, so keep pressing the hips down, lifting the thighs. Start to push the feet into the hands and pull on the feet with the hands. So you have a little tug of peace going on. So you're lifting up toward the ceiling. And then when you're ready, come on down. And you'll just rest and you'll come up again when you're ready. So modifiers, start by coming up on your forearms. You'll bend just your right knee and catch your right ankle. Okay, so otherwise you're doing it the way that we just did it. So you're either doing it the first way if that's available to you. If you're modifying, you can follow along with me. So if you're modifying, you have your right hand to your right ankle. Your left forearm is on the floor, supporting you. Pressing the right foot into the right hand, softening through the right shoulder. So whether you're in the full variation or the modified variation, come on down. And either come up for the full variation one more time, or if you're modifying, take your second side. Good, stay with your breath. So this is one of those poses that took me like the months and months and years and years thing. <laughs> So if it's not quite clicking today, don't worry about it. Just do your best. And then when you're ready, release. And then together we'll come down to the mat, turn the head to one side and just rest. Arms resting at the sides. Good, breathe. Good, bring the hands under the shoulders, palms face down. Press into your knees and your hands and come up to all fours. And find downward dog.
And find your way to a seated position, extending both legs out in front. So if you'd like to sit on the edge of a blanket, that's fine. Just make sure it's not folded too high so you don't end up hyper extending the knees. And then feet are together as best as you can. Spread your toes, press your heels forward. Press the thigh bones down into the floor and you'll feel the muscles on the tops of the thighs activate. Good, stay long through your spine. Inhale deeply, exhale. Keep your back nice and flat as you start to fold forward. And what you're looking for is to feel the fold start happening in your hips. And then once you hinge as far forward as you can with your flat straight spine, then you can begin to gently round over the legs. Just coming forward to your degree. Keep the thigh bones pressing into the floor. Notice what comes up for you in this pose. This is one of those postures that just stirs things up for most of us, not for everyone. At the very least, it usually stirs up that feeling of, oh, I should be folded much deeper. Look at so-and-so, their nose is on their knees. What an illusion, right? Let yourself be where you are. Stay connected to your process. You are the one you're responsible for, not anyone else. Everything is happening from your perspective. What perspective are you choosing? Pressing down through the legs, come up to seated, sit tall, feel your breath. And bend your right knee, place that foot flat to the floor, bringing the foot as close to your hip as is comfortable. Keep in mind if you have knee issues, 
You can keep the foot more forward so the knee joint isn't bent quite so deeply. Then pressing your left thigh bone into the floor. Keep the left foot active. The hands are holding onto the front of the right shin. Sit tall, notice your breath. Broaden the collarbones. See if you can grow long and spacious across the back and through both sides of the waist. Keep the left hand on the right shin. Bring the right hand to the floor behind you. Start to twist your ribs gently to the right, keeping the spine upright. Left leg is still active. There's action through the left foot. If you can do so without rounding the back, feel free to wrap the left elbow around the front of the right shin. slowly come back to center both hands to the right shin sit tall pause and breathe good and then extend the right leg straight so it meets the left leg again pause sit tall and breathe Hug your left knee in as you did your right a moment ago. Both hands are on the front of the left shin. Action through your right leg and right foot. Sit tall, notice your breath. the right hand on the left shin, bring the left hand behind you on the floor, press the palm flat, lift up through the spine, inhale deeply, exhale, twist gently to the left. Again, see if you can stay broad across the back and through both sides of the waist. And slowly come back to center. Extend the left leg to meet the right leg. Sit tall, pause, and breathe. Good. So scoot your hips forward far enough that you have 
enough room to lie down. And then with knees bent and hands either behind the thighs or reaching alongside of the legs if you want more core work. Come down, chin tucked, one vertebra at a time until your head reaches the mat. And then once your head reaches the mat, extend the legs straight. And just let the weight of the bones drop into the earth for a moment. Notice any residual stress that's still hanging out in your body, or the corners of the mind. And just set your intention to release that, to be willing to let it go, realizing that the stress that we carry is a choice. We choose how we react to outside stimulus. We choose the thoughts we choose the attitudes. We choose the beliefs. And therefore, we hold the power. We can choose to let go. of how we receive and respond to all that happens in our world. And perhaps just asking for guidance that you be directed toward the activities or the people or the situations that you need to assist you in learning how to let go of stress patterns so that you can live more fully and love more deeply. Hug both knees in gently to your chest. Just gently rock this side to side, going as slowly as you can. Don't go so far that you're tumbling over to the side, just keep it just a gentle rock side to side. and then coming back to center. Keep the hands on the shins, flex the feet. Press the knees close to one another. Good, flex your feet. Spread your toes. Elbows in by the outer thighs. Hands are on your shins. <laughs> Good, now start to curl the head up off of the floor. Bring your nose toward the point between your knees. 
Try to keep the legs together as best as you can. Try to keep the hands light, shoulder blades down the back, broaden the collarbones. Just see how totally aware that you can be in this posture. Not trying to achieve anything, just listening. Just noticing. Inhale deeply, exhale, lower the head to the floor. Breathe deeply in and out. Release one foot and then the other to the floor. Find your way into Shavasana. Final resting pose. So allowing, again, the bones to become heavy. So in our culture, we're very focused in the physical realm. We identify with our bodies. And so that's a really great place for us as a culture to start learning how to release stress. If we can learn how to let the bones feel heavy in the body. Then we'll learn what it feels like when the muscles are soft so the bones can drop, thus feeling less tension. And as we learn that here on the yoga mat, that transfers into our everyday life. I remember when I was first exposed to yoga, one of the first things that I became aware of off of the mat was that I constantly clenched my teeth together. I had no idea I was doing it for years and years and years. And the other thing I noticed is my shoulders were always lifted. And the awareness that I built on the mat taught me to listen to my body in each minute of every day. And I learned how to create a softness in the body. And this journey with yoga is so interesting because just when you think you've <coughs> kind of learned all you can learn or you feel like you've really got one aspect of the practice down, along comes some aspect of your life that will go topsy-turvy and it will test all that you've learned. 
You'll think you've learned to stop clenching your jaw and you'll start clenching your jaw again. There's so many levels to this practice. Just keep starting where you are every single day. Start where you are. There is no end goal with the practice. There is no final destination. It's just a journey. It's a process, a learning. Your body is an instrument, and just as you would learn to practice with a musical instrument to be fine-tuned in playing that instrument, same thing with our bodies. We have to practice and get in tune with them so that they become a fine-tuned instrument, healthy, vibrant. So that the 80-year-old body doesn't appear 80 or whatever it might be. So as you rest here, spread your awareness through your body. Notice what parts of your body soften over these moments. Notice how it feels to breathe and how maybe before your practice began, whether it was months or years ago, maybe you never knew what it felt like to breathe and just being grateful for where you are in your awareness.
beginning to deepen your breath. Moving your fingers and your toes slowly. And bending your knees and finding your way over to your right side. Find your breath. And then press down through your left hand and find your way up to a seated position. Sitting tall will sound om three times, inhaling. together in front of your heart, just acknowledging your own effort for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing that each time you step onto the mat, you affect change within yourself and therefore within everyone you come into contact with and everyone they come into contact with, and on and on. Realizing the power and potential of your practice. Namaste. Oh, thank you to each one of you. I'm not going to cry. I'm determined not to cry. <laughs> Maybe I will. We'll see. But um, I just want to say thank you because each one of you are my teacher and you mold me into the teacher that I am. So you've all played a role. Maybe I will tear up a little bit. <laughs> and I really do. I thank you with my whole heart. Thank you. <laughs> Carla. <laughs> Maybe I'll cry a little. <laughs> <laughs> tears are good. They're happy tears. So thank you. <laughs>